Smartcast. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market that's not an hour and a half class like okay if i can just get to it no it's just like can i get out of bed can I actually reset my spine and my body? Can I deepen my breath to regulate my nervous system mm. and then have clarity to make a skilled action next one mm. action that's going to help me like drinking two glasses of water instead of going right to my coffee. Welcome to the liberated healer podcast, where we touch on a variety of topics in the world of spirituality, energetic healing, and everything in between and beyond. Take an adventure on a shooting star with your hosts, Gina and Linnea, offering their wisdom, guidance, and everlasting love and support. Hi, everybody. My name is Gina Cavalier, and I'm the host of the Liberated Healer podcast. Hey, everybody. My name is Linnea Hodson. I am your other host. And today we have Melanie Salvatore August. And she has a new book, Yoga to Support Immunity. So welcome, Melanie. Hi, Gina. Hi, Luman. Nice to nice to Hello. be here. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. So you're a veteran um, yoga meditation teacher, Reiki master, and author of Fierce Kindness, Be a Positive Force for Change, and Kitchen Yoga. Mm-hmm. And now this is your next book coming out. So we want to focus on that a little bit. But can you tell everybody a little bit about your background, what you got you here, and what led you on this journey, and also into the journey of your new book? Hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, my background, uh, love of of all things connection and uh, joy and creativity and spirit. Like always, my earliest memories of just like just always. I was always in the um, I don't know if you had a Walden bookstore, but we had in the mall, right? And it was like, I had real books, right? And so I'd look, I'd be in the occult section, which we all know yoga is not occult, whatever that was. But when I, that was uh, 1979, 1982, right? So I'd be searching and reading every book I could find on meditation, on yoga, on uh, spirit, basically. And, um, you know, there was a lot of uh, years between that time and where I am now and years where um, I I just literally was like, I know there's something out there for me, but I can't find it. So I, you know, I was doing all kinds of different things. I was acting and writing and uh, writing comedy and all these things. And it was great, but um, my heart was not at peace. 
And the only time my heart was at peace um, was when I did yoga and when I shared yoga and it just seemed to be like that place where suddenly I felt um, safe. And uh, it, it was a, a, a place where I thought, if I could just only make this my, my life, if I could, I don't know if that could happen, but, you know, so dreams do come true because, you know, as time went on, I started to be like, well, maybe I do want to teach. And I, I started to get certificates to teach. And this was, um, gosh, 18 years ago now, or almost 20 years ago now in New York City. And so I studied with great, wonderful teachers and I became what was a, is an Ishta teacher and then a yoga works teacher. And I thought, gosh, if I could just teach other people how to teach, that sounds like the best life ever. <laughs> and then eventually I became a teacher trainer and it was really cool life. And I uh, loved it. And along the way, as my, um, my peacefulness grew, as my anxiety decreased, as my uh, clarity increased um, as my BS decreased, right? You know, like I stopped trying to be what I thought other people wanted me to be, or this is the best way to be. I became myself. Wow. Um, yeah, right. That's a good thing to say, right? Well, I love to use the word safe. That's so that was sort of the ding, ding, ding that showed you that was the right thing for you. And I try to explain to a lot of people, especially for women, that's such a trigger word. We have to feel safe, you know, in where we're working or what, you know, the team members we're working with or whatever, you know, when you like, do, can I just be myself? Can I, do I feel safe here? And that's how you can almost grow into like what you need to be. But if you don't feel safe, mm -mm, you know, you're in the wrong situation. Mm -hmm. so, that's mm -hmm. I mean, I have a personal love for yoga. Um, back in 89, I had chronic fatigue syndrome. And my uh, boyfriend at the time, his mother taught me Bikram yoga, literally was, mm -hmm. you know, one studio in Beverly Hills and a book. And I was so sick. But every day I just put on the heater and I would just do just that little bit that could help me as much as I could do with the chronic fatigue. And mm -hmm. so, um, you know, being raised in Arizona in the seventies, as well as you, I mean, nobody talked about yoga at that time. Right. So I love right. seeing that there's this people, it's such a, it's all, it's everywhere now. Yeah. But what I loved about your book and you can talk a little bit more about is um, you have like chair yoga and it's not just, you have them all illustrated too. And it's like, if you've got three minutes at your desk, do this mm -hmm. every day and, or six minutes or, you know, and you can, you have these really neat, easy illustrations too. So awesome. Thank you. Thank you for that. And that's uh, Sebastian Alipat, who's a beautiful person and obviously a really talented artist. So thank you for that. And right with you, um, how important safety is and right with you too, about like autoimmune issue, right? Auto yoga to support immunity, right? This newest book, it, it comes out of um, with three kids, with you know, very like full job career, um, and all that comes along with that. How, how am I? How did I get myself out of bed? Because uh, Hashimoto thyroiditis, you know, mm -hmm. very similar to chronic fatigue, it just can flatten you. Um, so it, 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 my journey of like, and it, yes, there's some down dog in it, but there was so much more than down dog in it to get me 
out of bed. And as you know, maybe you know or you don't know, you know, those of friends who are listening, yoga is is so much more than than a pose with the body. It's it's uh, many other aspects coming together. So um yes, so it's from my own journey of getting myself out of bed. And how do you do that? That's not an hour and a half class. Like, okay, if I can just get to it. No, it's just like, can I get out of bed? Can I actually reset my spine and my body? Can I deepen my breath to regulate my nervous system? Mm. And then have clarity to make a skilled action next. One mm. action that's going to help me, like drinking two glasses of water instead of going right to my coffee or whatever it is. Some next skilled clarity to move forward. And um, to me, that's that's our yoga practice. It's all day. Absolutely. Um, a few years ago, I had my whole world rocked. I was diagnosed with a brain tumor. And that was something that was really difficult for me as a professional dancer at that time, that yeah. I w like made a living off of using my legs and using my body. And then all of a sudden, I was in a hospital bed, and I literally could not even get up and walk to the bathroom by myself. And it was a huge learning and healing process for me to come to the understanding that just doing something productive each day was healing, getting up and, I don't know, loading the dishwasher or doing something that felt good and felt productive in my body and in my life. That was just as healing as going to a dance class and learning a really hard piece of choreography. So I know it's a little different than yoga, but what you're speaking to right now is like, I completely understand this journey and it is 100%. a major piece of healing and feeling safe in your own body, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I would say like yeah. you hundred percent get it. Yeah, absolutely. It's also like our, our mindset as we look at these things, you yes. know, if we're telling ourselves the whole time, this is worthless. This is not going to do anything, right? This is shit. Sorry. Um, if we're doing that, like it literally will poison, you know, the energy that we're poison our own body. Right. And, yeah. and if we're seeing it like this is an act of self-care, drinking this water, taking care of my surroundings and, and, and whatever I can do right now, that is an act of love. And I'm going to take that love in and I'm going to help it align my heart, my body, my mind. So I'm in some sort of harmony instead of fragmented all over the place. And may that harmony help me heal. Absolutely. So how does, how would one say, you know, breathing and stretching will help you fight disease? I mean, so mm -hmm. asked you, how does that happen? I have a lot of people that just don't believe in it, to be honest, you know, mm -hmm. uh, they mm -hmm. will say that. So what would yeah. you somebody was to say, you know, well, and I would say definitely, like I absolutely will jump into it and tell him to read my book because every pose, every breathing exercise goes back to like the science. Okay, this is so you're opening your intercostals and that's moving the oxygen and that's moving, the, you know what I mean? I try not to make it too boring because I was like, okay, this is repeating quite a bit. Um, and that was kind of a fun kind of edit. Like, how do we make something that could be almost like a textbook um, be a little more engaging? Now, that said, your nervous system is, I mean, it's its the center of everything, right? And I feel like, you know, those friends who are like, I don't believe it, right? We all know, what is it? Stress. What does stress do? It kills you, right? You know, we all know this. 
Right? Well, no one's going to dispute that. So why? Why does stress kill us? Okay, stress kills us because when we're in a mode of being chronically stressed out, we're in a fight or flight or sometimes freeze state. And that is meant for short periods of time. So we're going to fight or flight the tiger. Right? Yeah. So we're, we're, it's not chronic. It's not like the tiger <laughs> for years, the tiger is chasing me. No, it's just like five minutes, tiger. And then I got free. Okay. When we're in that state, our hormone function doesn't need any energy. Our digestion doesn't need any, any energy. Our immune system, no energy, right? So our longevity functions aren't getting any love. They're not getting any nourishment. They're not getting any resources. So when we shift our nervous system and we take it out of that chronic stress response, which most of us are in, in fact, just my email dinged before. That's why I was like, oh, that little email, that in itself, there's something, there's something. Oh, my text. Oh, my, right. Mm-hmm. We're in a chronic state for many reasons. Um, then our longevity functions aren't getting any uh, nourishment. So when we breathe, when we stretch, one of the main things we're doing is shifting our nervous system out of the stress and into the relaxation longevity functions. <laughs> right? right? We're like taking deep breaths right now. Yeah. Well, a lot of things that we teach, Melanie, is that, um, you know, we, we teach meditation and spirituality and everything's energy. Um, but the one thing that's become really clear to me is that our spine is our deep connection with spirit. You know what I mean? So that's the way I kind of saw yoga. And I want to see what your thoughts were on that. But how when, you know, connecting with that spine and we do a lot of grounding, but having that um through the spine you know set up uh vertically or whatever else but it helps break up the the energy that might be stuck in there and that helps to in your whole body do you have anything absolutely i mean when we think of what is essential right i mean i don't want to do without my arm i don't but it's my spine or my arm my brain and my spinal column, my arm. It's you know, no, no, no contact, no contest. I need my brain and my spine. The gray matter of the brain actually goes all the way down to the end of the spinal column, which is amazing to me. And in the yogi's view, that is consciousness. Our consciousness rides on that gray matter all the way down, right? In the tantric, in the tantric view. Um, the energy of creation, which is referred to as Shiva and Shakti, right? That are like consorts. It's more, one's a more feminine energy, one's a more masculine energy. They come together in perfect balance. Shakti separates from Shiva and moves down to the end of the spine. And it's only when we practice and we're in harmony that Shakti moves back up to Shiva and then they dance in a perfect harmony with cosmic balance, right? So, Yes, everything you're saying, I feel like science backs up what you're saying with the spine, Tantra backs up what you're saying with the spine, um, the, the chakra system, the subtle body, which is also Tantra and beyond, like that's, yes, 100%, our thoughts and emotions anchor into the body, and they kind of process through tailbone to crown, for sure. And in your book, you have something called the eight limbs of yoga. I wanted to, I was very curious about that. What do you, mm-hmm. 
that? Eight limbs of yoga. So, uh, you know, you'll see this also in Buddhism. So this is considered classic yoga, right? So um, yoga, let's say before Tantra. So we're talking like a historical timeline now. So we're talking about, I don't know, ish, ish, 2000 years old ish. Okay. Um, so the, uh, the eight-limbed path, or sometimes considered the royal path, Raja Yoga, um, are these eight petals of a beautiful lotus. They're these eight kind of aspects of how we come into yoga. Yoga means yoke, and that means to be aligned. The uh, deep consciousness, or you may call it soul, the organizational mind, and the physical body and our actions, right? So, so when we yoke, that's what we're yoking. So it's not like, oh, my heart's pulling me somewhere, but my mind says I shouldn't do it, and my body's completely out of whack. That I'm, I'm not yoked at that point. But when I'm yoked, it's like my heart says yes, my mind says okay, let's make it happen, and my body follows in harmony, right? And that feels good. So the eight limbs of yoga are how do we get there? How do we, how, what are the steps? And the first two steps, you know, limb one, limb two, the, the yamas and niyamas, yama, niyama, are basically how we approach the world. Yamas are how we look out to the world, right? Um, as simple as number one tenant of that is nonviolence. Mm. Do no harm. Number one. Then. Satya, truthfulness, hmm. do no harm, be honest, do no harm, be honest, and they're in order, asteya, non-stealing, so these might even sound for some friends, they're like, oh, it sounds like the Ten Commandments, it's like, yeah, these are kind of like the yogic Ten Commandments, yamas and niyamas, they go on to say, you know, um, uh, welcome challenge, right, know there's something bigger than you, be of service to that something bigger than you, study your patterns, right, it's all like, the, so, and be contented, samtosha, so the first two limbs are, are how we navigate the world, we start there, the third limb are poses, are asana, which really means steady and spacious seat, right, so, you know, long time ago, asana was like, sit down. And my mom would say, sit down, right? Mm -hmm. love, love that, right? The, 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 that, that voice of practical, like, right? So steady and spacious. How do you sit down? Well, if you're in pain, it's really hard to sit down. Yeah. It's really hard to be still. You're like, ouch, oh, oh God, right? So we got to help the body be able to sit down. And that's where the poses are. That's where our down dog is, okay? Number four is breathing, pranayama. Prana means life force. I know you know this, but just for our friends, yama yeah. means to direct life force. Yes. Right. So how am I going to direct my life force? Well, my mind does other things, direct life force. Even my poses direct life force, but my breath. So pranayama usually becomes synonymous with breath. Mm. And then when we're there, we can start to draw in, you know, the outside reality starting to move into our inner inner worlds right so it's pratyahara means sense withdrawal so instead of our senses taking us out oh that smells good oh that looks good mm, i want that we start to draw in 
And once we start to draw in, then we start to be able to concentrate. And that's called dharana. And uh, let me see that. I think that would be six. <laughs> and then dhyana is when we concentrate for an extended amount of time, which is basically what we call meditation. Yeah. So I, I extend that concentration in a quiet state and I'm calling that meditation. Mm-hmm. And then the eighth and final is what the yogis in this kind of lineage called samadhi. 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 I like um, the- <laughs> yeah, sounds it feels nice in the mouth. Samadhi. Hey, you want some samadhi? I do. Is there, is there a dip that comes with that? Yeah, samadhi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds delicious. Um, but samadhi is like it's considered oneness. When you're and as a dancer, as a yogi, as you know, I'm sure many of our friends, even as someone who knits, like we sometimes we get so absorbed. Time stops and we are one with the universe samadhi right it's crazy how much what yoga can really do i mean other than all the spiritual things and the connection and the oneness um as you were saying it increases the oxygen i'm reading going to read a little bit from your book uh increases oxygenation the blood circulation aids in digestion breathing cardiovascular brain and glandular function supports expansion of the diaphragm and the lungs, which I know that there are only a few exercises in the world that uses a hundred percent of your lung activity. And one of it is swimming. So but in yoga, you also get this whole use of your lung. And a lot of times people, when we're doing um, meditation or breath work, people are realizing they hardly even ever breathe deeply ever. Yeah. It's so, you know, that when I ask them, are you breathing shallow like every day? And then you go, wow, I didn't even realize that I just never take a deep breath, Mm you know, Mm -hmm. Um, decreases inflammation and the lymphatic drainage. So when you're Mm -hmm. kind of making all these moves, right, you're draining all that stuff that we're absorbing in the planet, right? Yeah, it's detox. Yeah. And then it helps you sleep as well. So I think if people are really struggling with sleep, you know, this is serotonin and dopamine, um, stasis, whole system balance, support self-regulation and connection into the present moment, which again, goes back to the spiritual stuff, Mm -hmm. but it's sort of, you know, when you're, it's surprising that more people don't, aren't doing yoga. If if that's right. (laughs) Sometimes you have to call it something else. Sometimes yes. you have, you know, you have to call it stretch class or sometimes, you know, whatever you want to call it. it. I don't, it doesn't matter. You know, whatever it is, um, anything that brings us closer to feeling uh, ourselves in a whole and happy, stable way. Yes. would be a tool of yoga, right? Absolutely. 100%. I had someone recently talking to me about um, how they don't feel right going through their day unless they do a workout, for example, you know, and I was after I had told them that I can't leave the house unless I've done my unless I've run my energy and I've had my like daily little moment of meditation where I come back into myself and I align myself before the day. And they were saying, Oh, well, I can't I don't feel right unless I leave, you know, the house without doing my little workout. 
And I'm like, well, that is what brings you into alignment with yourself. That is your form of meditation. And I think that that's why some people need yoga to be called something else because, you know, they got to word it in their own way. But essentially, it's all the same practice of just coming into alignment with that oneness. Yeah. There's yeah. many ways up the mountain. Absolutely. So many different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And another point that you had with your uh, eight limbs was that it wasn't until the sixth limb that you start to come into yourself versus taking notice of things that are happening on in like the external, like mm-hmm. smelling that thing over there, or whatever. I think that's where mm-hmm. a lot of people try to start is eliminating mm-hmm. those things and come into yourself without even mm-hmm. taking a deep breath first. Mm-hmm. So that's something mm-hmm. that I think is very important because I think that's I something am. a lot of people struggle with. They're like, oh, well, I can't concentrate and focus on this. But, you know, they're not doing the steps before that to yeah. put themselves in that like mental space. Yeah. You know? And that's where the asana is so helpful, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, you stretch it out and some, for some of us, we need more vigorous for, for mm. others, maybe not, whatever it is. It's just like help quiet the mind and get the body ready so it can sit and be still. Like you have to work out the nervous energy or whatever it is. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's up with downward dog? I mean, I don't a good know. one. When you when you're getting into downward dog, man, and you're you've you've got all this stuff on your shoulders, and there's nothing more that just re- puts your body into alignment. But can be fantastic. You're switching gravity. You have your hips higher than your head. Your spinal column gets released. Right. Your your uh, gosh, inversion in itself, having your hips higher than your head is so great for your entire system. You're, you get detox, you, mm. um, you know, so many, so many good things. Energetically, there's, you know, like like acupressure points in yoga, they're marma points where we're just pressing and massaging all the marma points through the body. It's a good one. It's a and really good one. Points. Mm, they're delicious. I might put everything to food. You don't eat them. <laughs> yeah. They're good. Have you ridden Linnea? No, I haven't. Mm. So chakra, right? The the wheel of energy. Usually we talk about the seven. Yeah. Okay, so there's seven chakras, right? Everyone's like, oh, the rainbow bridge. Yes, the rainbow bridge. So those are the big wheels of energy in the pranic system, right? And then nadis are little circuits and you could liken them to like maybe Chinese medicine, like meridians. So you got chakras, nadis. Now the points where the end of the nadi meets is like an acupressure point and that's called a marma. And and marma means um, like a a little, a little point of life or death because they're vital points. And so in, in certain martial arts, those same points can be used to inflict harm. And in the healing arts of our yoga and our Ayurveda, the marma points are to help circulate life. So they're vital points in the body. Got it. So you're basically giving yourself acupressure, acupuncture mm-hmm. and marma points, depending on how you yes. inflect, yeah, acupun- use your inflection in your body and your weight and things like that. So yeah. what about, 
what about for weight loss? Um, is this something that if someone was looking to lose weight or is this not a, or a focus for you? Or what would you say if somebody is saying, are a little heavier, they have a hard time getting in positions, so they don't want to do yoga because they're feeling like it's not going to feel good. So what do you say to somebody who might mm -hmm. be? Um, I feel like whatever our imbalance is, whether it's, you know, you have pain in your low back or you're carrying extra weight. So then it's bothering your joints or whatever it is. Um, I feel like our yoga practice is very helpful. I feel like, again, what's being dished out, you know, like, I don't know it, if we say like all, all food is this. And then we're like, okay, Subway sandwiches is all food. It's not true, right? Like there's so much other food than Subway sandwiches. And I feel like sometimes people think yoga is all what's being served in kind of like a fast food way right now. That's not yoga, right? That's just Subway sandwiches, right? And they're fine. They can be mass produced um, and they still have benefit. I'm hungry. That Subway sandwich works, okay? So it's good enough. But there's so much more. So I feel like in that way, um, to not not give up, you know, go go to a studio or a teacher in your area and, and see how you feel when you walk in. Do you feel safe? It kind of comes right back to what you just shared, Gina, before, like in that way of like, yeah, does, do you feel safe? Find a teacher. There's so many online. You know, you know, the yoga works platform, which I teach on, we have all different shapes and sizes of teachers. Um, that's a way to do it very kind of safely without pressure on you. You don't even have to have your camera on. Like mm -hmm. take a class, find a teacher. Is there a teacher who's bigger bodied and you feel really safe with? Yeah. Study with them. Study yeah. with them. Yeah. You know, so I feel like there's many ways. Don't give up. It's worth it. Um, and there's many ways to help balance out your mind and your body. So you feel better. I'm so glad that you found something that, you know, you truly are passionate about, you know, I could just feel, I don't know if it's like past lives or whatever, but you were like, this is something that is integrated into every part of you. It feels like. Thanks. 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 Yeah. It feels like it's helped me be just more me. And so I get, I get jazz because I'm like, yeah, I mean, I don't want to be like, Hey, everybody should do like that zealot. And at the other time I'm like, Hey, it's really helped. You want to try it? It's fun. It's not scary. Well, I kind of liken it to, you know, when you're really in love and now you want everyone else to be in love. So sort of like, you know, mm -hmm. I, I, it's helped me. So I want it to help everyone else. That's how I'm mm -hmm. feeling with you. Yeah, and, for sure. And then you have something called kitchen yoga. What, what is that? It's a great, actually, it's a great place to start. Kitchen yoga is a wonderful place to start because it's just this little sweet um, book. Now, it's it's funny for those who are more, you know, like deeper into the practice, they're like, oh, Mel, this is a chakra book. This is an, an energy book. Every chapter moves through this energy through the body. I'm like, yeah. And what the book is to like a new practitioner is just like, how do I do yoga throughout my day? Oh, I'm going to get up. I'm waiting for my, my tea kettle to boil. What are the three things I can do in the kitchen? And how do I talk to myself, right? How do I, um, 
how do I use affirmation or mantra, whatever you want to call it, to kind of reset my mind for the day? So instead of saying, ah, this day's going to suck, right? <laughs> like, what else can I say for myself, right? I can say like, okay, I'm ready. I'm grounded. So they all, each pose has affirmations. They're super simple, very accessible um, to put you in the right state of mind and the right physical state all day long. Yeah. And in your kitchen. As I mentioned uh, before, um, so yoga to support humidity on Mango Publishing. And yep. did, is it coming out now or has it been out for a little while? You know, it's been out. It's been out and it, um, it's been out. It's still doing its thing. It's, you know, it's still on charts and things, which is super sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, it was chosen as a finalist for uh, Forward Indie Book Awards. So, um under the health. Yeah. So it's fun. Congrats. Um, yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, it's, it's out there. It's living. I hope to get it in, into an audible book form this year. I hope, I hope um, I'm also building like a, a studio on my land right now. And I've been like deep in that, like um, kind of building this kind of mini retreat center. Um, oh, that's but, awesome. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, that's fun. So awesome. Well, we need alternate ways to, you know, strengthen our immunity on our own. Yep. You know, we never know what's going to happen. We, you know, obviously just had the pandemic and you never know what's coming next. So, you know, if we have to be ever, you know, encompassed alone, we have to be able to have these type of manuals or guided books that help us will support our own immunity. But I do, I, I go back to the illustrations because um, you mentioned the, who, who did the illustrations was, what was it? Sebastian Allipat. Mm-hmm. He has, and it's super simple, just like line art, but there's something very magical about the artwork in there. And it's, uh, it, it looks, it's just very easy to just kind of understand how the body is supposed to look. So mm-hmm. I definitely think that it would be great as a gift for, for someone who maybe is Thank even struggling through a chronic illness. So my cousin had Hashimoto's and Hmm. he really, that is a, that is a really hard, hard diagnosis. And that's what you said, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like to say I'm healing through it. Yeah. I'm healing through it. Yeah. You know, as soon as I can. And so she can kind of do some of this immunity work through that. Yeah. I mean, what I, what I, one of the things that with the book that I, I loved and which is why I put it in is that it's really a habit book. So whether it's for immunity or whether it's for like going into goal setting, um, it really looks at what are your daily habits and then how do you work with what already is working in your life to add the yoga, to add, I mean, we all need it. Whether you say like, I need immunity or not, it's like, we all need resilience. You know, we all want to be ideally our optimum um, kind of state um, for vitality. So, you know, don't let the immunity part dissuade you from jumping in to really, it's a, like a whole being kind of yeah. abundance practice. Yeah. Well, so much for everything that you shared with us today. And, um, you know, thank you for coming on and spending your time with us and, mm-hmm. I'm just so thankful that we have so many people that come on the show and they provide more information for healing and hopefully open people's minds just a little bit and 
allow them to bring more healing into their lives, even if it's something they may not have really considered in the past. Mm -hmm. So we really appreciate your time and your knowledge and just your amazing energy, because that also is such a huge part of this. Thank you so much. Right back yeah. at you. I'm so glad you're doing what you're doing. Thank you so much for doing that Aww. for everybody. Yeah. Salvatore August. Her book is Yoga to Support Immunity on Mango Publishing. And we're very grateful for your time today. And namaste. 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 Yes. <laughs> All right. You can find us on Instagram, everybody, at Liberated Healer Podcast. Feel free to send us a message. Give us a little shout out. We'd love to hear from you. Bye for now. Bye for now. If you enjoyed this episode, you can find us online at theliberatedhealer.com, on Instagram at Liberated Healer Podcast, or on Facebook at The Liberated Healer. Give us a follow, subscribe, send us a message if you so feel, and thank you for your support. Podcast.